Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Disney Dining Show. I'm Craig Williams, and today I'm going to take you on a culinary journey around Disney parks. Before I get started, I want to remind you that this is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. If you like our content and you want to support us, please consider booking your next vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. It costs you no extra money, and you get the world-class level of support from a Dreams Unlimited Travel agent. So head over to dreamsunlimitedtravel.com today for your free no-obligation quote. Welcome back to the Disney Dining Show. It has been a long time since I've delivered you a new episode of the Disney Dining Show, and there's multiple reasons for it. Uh, I've been super busy with the Diz Family reunion that we had recently at Walt Disney World, uh, and also I fell in my office a little while back, and I completely trashed the computer that I I always record these episodes on, and unfortunately, with my backup machine, I didn't have everything that I needed in order to produce these shows. So uh, yeah, this, this show had to go on hiatus for a little while, and I wish I could have gave you an update to say, we'll be back soon with more food news. Uh, but yeah, that wasn't that wasn't possible. So I do apologize for the long gap, but that just means that we are having a massive, massive episode today, and I think that you are going to enjoy it. We have a lot of different reviews from a lot of different places, and before I get really too into it, I do want to talk about some of the recent news that we've missed in terms of of food and dining, and I'm not going over all of them. I'm only going to mention uh, a couple different things as we go along here. Uh, the first that I'm going to mention is that Space 220 is opening on September 20th, so Hopefully, if you're listening to this over the weekend, then you're getting very excited knowing that Space 220 is opening up in just days. And of course, we've had a look at the menu. I'm not going over what's on the menu item, uh, but there's a two-course prefix menu for lunch and a three-course prefix menu for dinner. And the two-course lunch is $55, and the three-course dinner is $79 per person. That is bonkers. And none of the food actually sounds very appealing. I I personally am not excited by anything I'm seeing from the menu at Space 220. That doesn't mean it's still not going to be an amazing experience, uh, including the, the journey up to the restaurant, 220 miles up above the earth, and then having that beautiful view out into space. It might still be amazing, but I really needed the food to be like above and beyond to to really live up to that price point and i just don't know if it's going to be that uh, hopefully hopefully i'll get to eat there at some point in time i'm not rushing to get there but maybe i'll get to check it out and have my mind completely changed and yeah i'd be open to that uh, and you know kind of to contrast this story too uh, disney also gave us a first look at the menus for steakhouse 71 which is set to open on october 1st at disney's contemporary resort of course this used to be the spot where the wave was and yeah very excited by the on look of the not the on look but very excited by the first look of the menu that disney put out for steakhouse 71 uh, just just the name steakhouse 71 inspired a lot of hope in this restaurant for me 
But then seeing what they're planning with uh, the breakfast, lunch, and dinner menus, uh, I am very, very excited. It all sounds delicious. Of course, bacon and eggs is still going to be on the menu because you have to have bacon and eggs. Uh, but you know what? It's it, it's exactly what you expect out of a steakhouse. Different options uh, in terms of the dinner menu with a eight ounce tenderloin, six ounce filet mignon. Uh, in those uh, the eight ounce, it was beef tenderloin medallions, I should say. A ten ounce New York strip, six ounce top sirloin, fourteen ounce dry aged pork bone in rib chop, uh, twelve ounce roasted prime rib and classic. Yorkshire pudding. I don't know why I added an H in there. Uh, and the cool part is all the steaks are being served with one side and one sauce. Sides include garlic mashed potatoes, au gratin potatoes, macaroni and cheese, cream spinach, seared broccolini, red wine glazed mushrooms, charred asparagus, and the sauces. They'll have a Bernays, uh, one that I can't pronounce, a wild mushroom, a whipped horseradish cream, chimichurri, red wine, and signature steakhouse 71. Of course, there's also chicken and a fish option and a vegetarian option. So lots of options on that dinner menu. Lunch includes stuff like uh, crab cake sliders, a prime rib sandwich, a burger, turkey club, fish sandwich, gourmet grilled cheese. Uh, so, you know, just a little bit on the lighter side. And on that breakfast menu, we have an American breakfast, Eggs Benedict, uh, Walt's prime rib hash. That sounds delicious. The Steakhouse 71 Feast. Anything with feast, uh, that gets my attention. Uh, Steakhouse 71 Seasonal Pancakes, Steak and Eggs, Veggie Omelet, Ham and Cheddar Omelet, Western Omelet, Florida Eggs, <laughs> Floridian Eggs Benedict. So many omelets. Avocado Toast, and of course, you know, sides, bacon, cheddar grits, sausage, all that good stuff. And dessert menu, I'll quickly mention that as well too the steakhouse 71 chocolate cake which is layers of jack daniels infused chocolate cake chocolate mousse and raspberries there's an ambrosia salad it just says ambrosia but uh, i'm i mean i've only ever known it as ambrosia salad so we'll have to wait and find out on that one a creme brulee and an apple tart tatin tatin i'm not sure but I am really impressed with the look of the entire menu, and I cannot wait for this to open. And I almost forgot about the lounge bites. So if you just want to hang out in the lounge area, uh, there are some special options for you as well, including lump crab cakes, loaded macaroni and cheese, Steakhouse 71 onion rings, peanut butter and jelly chicken wings. Yes, sign me up. The burger, that Steakhouse 71 stack burger, shrimp cocktail, and of course, bacon and eggs. Very, very exciting. So reservations for that open up. Well, they're already open. Reservations for Steakhouse 71 are already open. It will open October 1st. And switching gears over to Epcot, there will be a couple of harmonious dining packages that will be available that give you a uh, awesome view of the brand new Epcot Spectacular that will begin on October 1st. And the two dining packages include Rose and Crown as well as Spice Road Table. And details on the Rose and Crown one, you get a prefix menu including an appetizer, entree, dessert platter, and what it says is unlimited beverages. 
And at Spice Road Table, you get a little bit different. You get uh, you get two small plates, a dessert platter, and also unlimited beverages. And the pricing for these, uh, the Rosen Crown one is $89 per adult and $39 per child. And the Spice Road Table one is $72 per adult and $31 per child. And if this includes alcohol, uh, you can really do a killing at that price. So it seems a little steep without including alcohol, but it just says unlimited beverages. So if it includes that, uh, yeah, that's that's a good deal. I have to imagine it's only going to be uh, non-alcoholic beverages, but I would like to be surprised with this. And they say, no, no, of course you can you can have wine and beer with it. Why not? So we'll have to we'll have to wait and see on that. I'm just reading off of a website, so anything I say or do in this could be completely wrong. And I also want to mention a couple extra parties as well, too. Uh, there is going to be one held in California Grill. It's the celebration at the top, 50th flavors and fireworks at Disney's Contemporary Resort. And this begins on October 2nd, 2021. Basically, there will be uh, the Sonoma and Napa rooms at California Grill. They will be open and there will be a selection of specialty drinks, sushi, small plates that all pay homage to the original menu from the resort's opening in 1971. And after an elevated cocktail hour, step outside to the observation deck so you get a unique view of Disney Enchantment, the brand new brand new fireworks show coming to Magic Kingdom. And then the event continues back inside after the show with uh, pedophores, cordials, and coffee. And then there's also going to be a couple different dessert parties in the Magic Kingdom around Disney Enchantment as well. I'm not going to go over all of those because... You know, that's starting to get into a lot, but there are three different options, uh, the pre-party, uh, then the after-party option, and then the one that I believe happens during the fireworks show, uh, and those are all options available, and those will begin on October 3rd, 2021. Now, let's move on to the dining reviews for this week. I apologize up front. You are going to hear my voice a lot because the first three reviews are courtesy of myself. And then we start throwing in a little bit of Rhino, a little bit of Denny. A Mary Jo pops up, too. My college roommate also pops up at one point in time, too. So we have a very fun cast of characters as we move on. But you're going to have to sit through a lot of Craig right up front. But it's going to be worth it. I promise. So the first review that we have comes from Disney's Hollywood Studios. I went to Dockside Diner to try the new menu that debuted there uh, about a month back now, maybe even a little bit longer. Uh, but they reopened back up with an interesting menu that included a shrimp salad roll and a, a little bit more than that. So I don't want to give away too much, but let's go ahead and listen to that review now. Now, just behind me is Dockside Diner. It has recently reopened with uh, some very interesting menu changes. Uh, not a big menu, only three items on there, but uh, it's really leaning in uh, for the most part to the Dockside part of the name. And uh, yeah, things are a little fishy over there. I guess that's the way I'll put it. Uh, but I still found something on the menu that I do want to try out. So I figured about time to come over and give it a shot. 
So I placed my mobile order. Now I just have to wait for my food, pick it up. We'll get to the good part. I have my meal sitting in front of me here and I have to be honest, it looks amazing. I am so excited to try it. What did I get from Dockside Diner? I got the Chipotle chicken salad roll. And essentially this is $9.99. And this is a pulled chicken salad mixed in with a chipotle aioli and then topped with fried onions. And it looks like just a big mess on a buttered brioche roll. It looks really, really good. Then of course it's also served with a side of house-made chips because yeah, you've got to serve the sandwich with chips. The other options that I could have went with, they had a shrimp salad roll. That did not sound super appealing, but the cast member at the counter did tell me it's actually pretty tasty. So maybe I'll have to come back at some point if I like this one. And then there's also a fish dip, which I'm just not in the mood for fish dip. I don't think in, in the middle of summer in Florida, I don't think about fish dip. Maybe if I was over by the ocean, but not in the middle of Hollywood studios. So uh, I, I love the little design of the tray that they present the roll in. It's a, it's a nice touch, that long tray. It feels like it's a little bit more fancy, even though it's being served in paper. Uh, this thing is very light. It is very, very light. So it doesn't feel like a hefty sandwich. I don't think it's gonna leave me completely full, but you know, that's, a, that's another problem. It's about how it tastes first and foremost. So let's go in for that first bite. I should also preface this by saying I'm not really a chicken salad fan by any means. Not any of the salads. I used to like them when I was growing up. Ham salad, chicken salad. Uh, I kind of grew out of that. I still like a good egg salad sandwich. I will take that any day of the week. But a lot of the meat-based salads, uh, not, my, not my deal anymore, unfortunately. But I will say, after taking a couple bites of this, I couldn't just stick with one. I had to take a couple after having some, uh, this is really good. And I think a lot of that has to deal with how much chipotle aioli is on there. It's at the level that like, I feel like if there's any like mayonnaise base with the chicken salad, that's completely erased because it is like aioli heavy and crazy. And yeah, I'm, I'm completely okay with that. And then there's some nice crunch in the middle of the sandwich too from some of the onions and the and the celery and the chicken salad and of course with the crispy fried onions on top that also helps add a little extra crunch and yeah there is that spicy kick to it but then the brioche bun having that nice buttery roll to it also really adds uh, another another uh, interesting flavor that buttery texture that comes through and the bread having that little toast you know it's it's that little crunch on the outside, but then soft on the inside. This is a really good sandwich, but I've only taken two and a half bites and I'm already over halfway done with it. So a little bit small, but I'm gonna keep eating it. My sandwich is completely gone and I'm sad about it. There's just no beating around the bush on that, but I still have a tray full of chips to get to. And these chips look delicious. They look crunchy. They look like they're very well seasoned. So let's try them out. The chips are very, very nice. Uh, like all of Disney's house-made chips, you know, they really hit the spot with the right sandwich or corn dog or whatever you're gonna have them with. Uh, just nice and crispy, not feeling overly oily. Just a really good chip, better than opening up a bag of Lay's. Uh, in terms of the seasoning on these, wow, they are packing a punch. I feel like 
This is probably like Old Bay seasoning. It has a very similar taste. Like there's notes of uh, celery powder in there and such, but there's probably some chipotle seasoning on this as well too, kind of mixed in there because there is a spiciness to it. Uh, really good, really good. Just as good as the sandwich. Uh, a nice, well-rounded meal all together with chips and the sandwich. Normally, I wouldn't get dessert with the review just because I'm not a super huge fan of sweets. We've been over this so many times if you've been uh, paying attention to my reviews for a while. But at Dockside Diner, there's a specialty dessert here that just really caught me by surprise when I looked at it, so I had to pick it up. And it is the Seaside Brownie. It is $4.79. It is a chocolate brownie topped with white chocolate ganache and then Seaside, I forget the exact phrasing they use, but uh, I believe it said like Seaside uh, decorations or offerings on there. Uh, basically, there's like a white chocolate shell. It appears like a little, little graham cracker dust that makes it look like sand and a little like puff that I guess maybe looks like a reef or a rock or something. It's a really, really beautiful dessert. So I, as soon as I saw the picture for it, I had to try it. And I hope it lives up to my expectations that I have for it. I mean, at the end of the day, I think it's just a simple brownie with white chocolate on there, but if it's nice, thick, fudgy, I think it'll be good. I'm trying to get a good look inside the actual dessert to the brownie portion, but the blue ocean just keeps running all around it, making it really hard to see inside. But overall, I really like the dessert. I uh, The chocolate brownie itself is pretty mediocre. This one's actually really dry. Uh, it was overcooked for sure. But I also like a good undercooked soft brownie. So this one's just a little too, little too dry for my taste. But, you know, the blue ocean as it it caresses through the brownie that uh, that does add a little bit moisture back into the dish and you know it's, it's that nice balance of chocolate and white chocolate flavors throughout the entire thing so it's very very delectable I will say that it's also a little messy too I uh, tilted the tray just a little too far one way and uh, you know blew all over my hands and you're never gonna want that but I'm uh, I'm pleasantly surprised by this it tastes good and it's pretty. I am all wrapped up with my meal at Dockside Diner, and as you could figure it out throughout the entire meal, I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, so much so that I do think I need to come back and try the shrimp salad roll at some point, or the smoked fish dip. I think I'm sold on this place, and you know, I'm, I'm just happy to see that it has an interesting menu, because it felt like too long, it would get stuck in ruts where it's like, oh, we have hot dogs, and you know, that's fine and all. You need hot dogs around the parks, but I want I want some interesting choices. And Dockside Diner's definitely delivering it. The, the heat, the flavors, the textures from the Chipotle chicken salad roll were just on point. I loved every last bite of the chips with that seasoning on there. And yeah, the, the only thing I would actually fault this on is really the dessert. The brownie was just ridiculously dry. Uh, even as I got to one portion of it in its cup, it just was like, it, it, it just got drier and drier. And I don't know how it didn't cook evenly in that situation, but yeah, that was, 
the brownie itself was a miss, but all the other toppings, like a beautiful design uh, for sure. And and the taste, taste with that white chocolate was really on point, but the brownie itself was a bit of a letdown. But overall, I mean, for $4.79 for that beautiful brownie and $9.99 for my, my roll, I feel like that's a really fair price. Would I get the brownie again? Absolutely not. But would I come back and get the roll? Yeah, that's a nice little meal you can have there for $9.99. So I really, really recommend it. Even if you're not a fan of necessarily chicken salad, if you're not a fan of that, but you do like spicy and you like buffalo chicken style meals, I would I would consider this. I would I would probably put it on your list of, of things to try. And you know what? It was small enough that if you don't want to eat all the chips, you could even just make it a snack. But then again, I'm a big hungry monster. So take take that as however you want. What I would consider a snack for most people would be a full meal. So yeah, I guess I guess I shouldn't even mention that at all. I really need to get back there and try that shrimp salad roll. I still, I, I, I don't know about that fish dip, but I definitely want the shrimp roll. Got to get me that shrimp roll. But we are going to move on to our next review. And this one is over at Magic Kingdom and very similar to a shrimp salad roll. Uh, this is the lobster roll from Columbia Harbor House. Yes, I got another lobster roll from Columbia Harbor House because I was asked to. Now that Columbia Harbor House has reopened in its real location, not Tomorrowland Terrace, it was requested that I have another one because maybe it'd be better. And we're just going to have to listen to find out if it was. Now, Columbia Harbor House has been open for at least a few weeks, I feel like. Maybe maybe a couple. It really doesn't matter. Uh, the fact is, it's actually reopened in Liberty Square versus its temporary location at Tomorrowland Terrace. And that's the last time I've eaten anything from Columbia Harbor House. And if you remember back then, I had a lobster roll and it was very lettuce heavy. And for my side dish, I got the Hush Puppies, and I got a lot of requests saying, hey, when Columbia Harbor House reopens, can you go back, give the lobster roll another shot? So that's what I'm doing today. I'm giving it a re-review, selfishly. You know, I kind of wanted the salmon today, or I, I, I don't know, or explore something else on the menu. But no, I'll do the lobster again for you if you're really insisting on it. And I can't wait to be back inside this restaurant. I love it. I'm going to sit on the second floor. It's going to be so nice. Hopefully peaceful. Hopefully it's not too crowded yet. Just really excited for it. So I'm going to place my mobile order, head inside, grab my food. I have my food here at Columbia Harbor House, and I made my way up to the second floor, and I'm in one of my favorite spots, probably my favorite spots, on the entire second floor. And that is in the little alcove that has windows all around you and... I'm, as I turn and look out to the right there, I'm looking directly at the Haunted Mansion. So it's a really cool view, and it's just a nice, comfortable comfortable spot. And there is no one up here, really. I think there's, like, I think I counted, like, six tables on the way up. So nice, quiet, and peaceful. It can get crazy and hectic, and, you know, it's so wide open up here that and ceilings aren't super high. It's very echoey, and... 
Uh, it can get very loud very quickly, but when you time it right, it's wonderful. So, yes, of course, I got another lobster roll. And the lobster roll, of course, is $15.99, and it's got that, I'm going to call it lobster salad mix in it, because that's what's fair. There's a lot of mayonnaise, there's some celery, there's some onions in there, and hopefully a good amount of lobster. And then, of course, they bury all of this between huge pieces of romaine lettuce. And, yeah, it's such a, such a wild choice, and then served on a buttery brioche bun. And the main problem I had with this last time I had it, again, not directly at this restaurant, but at Tomorrowland Terrace for the pop-up, Columbia Harbor Hoss, House, Hoss. I don't know why I called it the Hoss. I'm going in for the hoose too, but no, the, the last time I had it, the big issue I had was the lettuce. There's just too much lettuce. And I'm already going to say it looks the same way this time around, but I'm gonna be fair. I'm gonna take a couple bites and we'll see what's actually going on here with this sandwich. To say I'm disappointed after my first couple bites of the lobster roll would be an understatement. I'm like very, very, very disappointed in this thing. Uh, let's start going over the issues. First off, the roll, the bun, the brioche bun, I get that it is, uh, you know, it is toasted, but man, this thing feels stale. It, Kind of also tastes stale. It does have a buttery flavor to it, which of course I love, but man, I don't even know how long ago they toasted this thing uh, because it is, it is chilled. It's not like, this wasn't freshly done and put out and, and given to me. And I picked my food up and, you know, turnover. By the time I made it upstairs, did what I need to do. I'm talking only a couple minutes in all of that. So uh, there's no reason it should be this cold, especially considering the last time I had it, when it was over in Tomorrowland Terrace, uh, that was one of the, you know, that was one of the highlights, if I remember correctly, it was the brioche bun. So this is a really big disappointment. And then this thing is so watery. Uh, it is dripping all over the place in the little brown boat on my pants, which that's always what you want. And uh, yeah, that's, I don't want watery, watery lobster rolls that's just kind of nasty and you know the lobster salad mixture that's in there yeah it's it's tasty it's really mayonnaise heavy and when you get big chunks of lobster yeah it's it, it's good but so far the first couple bites i haven't had that let me continue eating this thing and maybe maybe it'll improve but right now this is a step down and that's the sad part this is the actual restaurant it might have been better when it wasn't in here but Let's keep eating. Finished with the lobster roll and the issues did not get resolved. Bun still stale all the way throughout. Just not very, not very pleasing. And of course the lobster was very watery. So yeah, I'm, I'm very disappointed in that. Lobster roll sets you back $15.99. You want it to be a lot better than that in order to justify it, especially when there's so many other uh, good things that are on this menu. Granted, I haven't reviewed them recently to tell you for certain that they're good, but I've always loved the grilled salmon that they do here. Uh, there's grilled shrimp on the menu. Of course, there's the trio of fried goods, fried fish, fried shrimp, fried chicken. 
aka chicken tenders. Don't expect like good fried chicken or anything like that. Just fried chicken tenders. And then also too, they have the lighthouse sandwich, which is the hummus sandwich. Uh, there's just there's so many other options that you can choose from at this place rather than the lobster roll. So this is the last time I'm doing it. I did it again for everyone, but I'm not making this mistake again. And the last time I reviewed it, I did have hush puppies and I opted not to get that because now that it's back over here in Columbia Harbor House in Liberty Square and they have the fuller menu, I'm not just limited to fries and hush puppies, I can actually get green beans as a side because that's a side that is here with the salmon and I think with the grilled shrimp, that's what they recommend with it. and. So that's what I got because I need to start being a little bit healthier. And you know, green beans, it's about as healthy as you can get at Walt Disney World, besides just straight up doing a salad with no dressing. So uh, these feel a little gummy as in when I was just poking down with them on the fork. Uh, and I don't know what that's gonna do for the overall, uh, overall the pleasantness of the green beans, but here goes nothing. Overall, the green beans aren't bad. You know, they do have that gummy, waxy texture to them. Make the uh, nice squeaky sound when you are chewing through them, which that's that's always fun. It's adding music to to your meal. Um, but you know what? These were these were steamed, not like baked in butter. I don't know why you would do that to your green beans, but I like that they're steamed. It makes me feel a little bit healthier with my choice here and you know, just lightly salted. So I really can't complain about them. I, they are better than the lobster roll. And I actually feel like I'm getting some nutrition out of it. So I guess that's gonna be a win. I am all wrapped up with my meal here at Columbia Harbor House. And just to recap one more time, even though you've already seen it, I had the lobster roll with green beans and that was $15.99. And while I recommend coming to Columbia Harbor House and having a meal, I do not recommend the lobster roll. Get anything else on the menu. Just stay away from it. It is not worth the price. It is just not that good. So love Columbia Harbor House need to eat here more often so i know if that is a good recommendation moving forward i'll come back real soon to get the grilled salmon or the grilled shrimp and you know get something other than this lobster roll that i just keep getting pushed upon me but i'll be back for more but i do still recommend grabbing a meal here at columbia harbor house it is one of my favorite spots in all of magic kingdom and walt disney world again mostly for the second floor it is dark up here with just these pockets of light uh, it is so well-themed. I love the nautical music that's playing in the background. It just, it's so cozy. It makes me want to like grab a beer and just take a nap and light a fire. Not like in here, like if there was a fireplace in here, I'd want to sit in front of the fireplace in a rocking chair, holding a beer and a book and take a nap. That would be my dream. And yeah, I absolutely, absolutely recommend coming to Columbia Harbor House. It's better than Cosmic Rays. It's better than Pinocchio's Village House. I'd say it's on par with Pecos Bill, in my opinion. And then Casey's might still be my favorite, just because I love hot dogs. But I would say I would say those are like the three that are all quick service in the same realm. Uh, Pecos, then also Columbia Harbor House, and Casey's Corner. But it's just my opinion. Yours is probably different, and that's okay. As long as we can all agree that the lobster roll isn't that good. 
I will not be making that mistake again anytime soon, but when I released this on YouTube, I did get a lot of recommendations for different food options that I should try when I go to Columbia Harbor House, and I will get to those one day. But now I'm going to move over to Epcot because I was able to go to the new creperie that you can find in the France expansion at Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. And there's the sit-down option as well as the quick service option. This review is of the sit-down option, but I will talk about the quick service as well after I'm done with the review. So let's go ahead, listen now. Now, today's dining review is very special. I am at the media preview for Remy's Ratatouille Adventure in the France expansion as a whole at Epcot, and I couldn't be more excited. So first off, thank you, Disney, for inviting me out to check out everything. And, you know, also with Remy's Ratatouille Adventure opening for the public on October 1st as part of the Walt Disney World 50th anniversary event, uh, there's also two new food locations opening up. Uh, both are creperies, and the one is a sit-down table service restaurant, and the other is just the uh, quick service stand, so that way you can grab your crepes and be on your way. And as part of this event, I'm getting a chance to sit down and have breakfast at the uh, at the Le Creperie de Paris. I know I just butchered that, and one of my friends is close by here who goes to France all the time, and she's like, wow, that was terrible, but uh, it was terrible. So yeah, I know it was terrible, but I don't think I have to pronounce anything hard as we go on with this. So I'm gonna head inside and have my little free meal. Thanks, Disney. I am ready to try my first dish, and I'm starting with the savory course. And for that, I had the choice between two different crepes. I had to choose between a classic ham and cheese one or a salmon one. I ultimately went with the classic, which the official description is ham, egg, and Swiss cheese in a buckwheat crepe. And uh, normally this would cost $15.95, but again, I'm here at Walt Disney World because right now Disney invited me out for a media event, so this is completely free. Anything I have to say beyond this moment, you know, I'm eating a free crepe right now. You can, I'm gonna tell you the truth, but uh, I'm not, yeah, I'm also not paying for it. So let's go ahead and dig in. I have devoured about half of my crepe so far, and I have to say I am really enjoying it. I love a good ham and cheese omelet. In this case, you know, it's kind of some of the ingredients with the, the ham, the egg, and the Swiss in there, but then just wrapped in the crepe. Uh, so it's already flavors that I knew I was going to love. Uh, it's seasoned well, you know, a nice amount of salt, uh, really peppery on the egg. I love that they have, of course, like an over easy egg, nice and runny. Uh, that way, you know, it soaks into the crepe and it just, it works really well. I. This is a good prep. I really like this. I really, really do. I am now moving on to my dessert crep, and I had a choice of two different ones, the same way I did with the savory items. Uh, with the, the dessert crepes, I had the choice between the gourmand, which is a hazelnut, chocolate, Nutella spread style crepe, and then I also had the choice between uh, that and the Melba, which is peach, red berry sauce, and almonds. I was leaning towards that, but I asked 
the uh, I asked the person waiting on me which one they preferred, and uh, the choice was the gourmand. So that is ultimately what I went with. All of the dessert crepes are $8.95, and the gourmand specifically is hazelnut chocolate spread and whipped cream. So I'm gonna cut into this thing, see how it is. So far, so good with my gourmand crepe. I am about halfway through, and I'm really, really enjoying it. Again, just like I did my savory one, uh, for literally the complete opposite reason, of course. Uh, it's just, it is light, it's delicate, fluffy, and the balance of, uh, you know, the, the actual crepe itself to the hazelnut is really well done. It's not like leaning too far one way. There is just like the right amount of proportion of that Nutella spread in there. And yeah, so it makes it very pleasant. And then having the whipped cream to kind of cut down the sweetness a little more, uh, that's, it's really nice, really appreciated. And the thing that I loved about it was the presentation on top, having the, the drizzle of chocolate uh, that added chocolate hazelnut that added just a little bit more. And then also there's like these crispy little, uh, you know, little round crispies on top that then add a nice different texture to the soft fluffiness of the crepe. And then you have that crunch to it. So yeah, I really, I really actually like this. I made a good choice. I am all wrapped up with my meal and overall, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really wonderful. And again, Disney did uh, give me this meal. It was not paid for at all by myself. It was complimentary of Disney for having me out at this event. Uh, so keep that in mind as I'm speaking here, but uh, I did really enjoy it and thought it was great. Just to recap what I had, I had one of the galettes, which are the savory buckwheat crepes and these are $15.95. I had the classic, the ham, egg, and cheese, but you also have a chicken option, a goat cheese option, smoked salmon, a ratatouille one, a raclette cheese one with caramelized onions. It sounds really good. Uh, they all sound good. And at $15.95, I feel like it's just slightly steeper than it should be. I'd be, I'd be a lot happier with this around like $13, but it was it was still tasty. And the one thing I do want to update though is that with the uh, the ham and cheese one, at first I said it was well seasoned all the way through, but then I did get these patches that were like overly salty. And I don't know if that was because the, the, the egg yolk was running and moving the salt around with it. I'm not sure, but yeah, it did get a little intense at times towards the end of the crepe. But overall, still, I really enjoyed it. And then I had a dessert crepe again. For $8.95, I had the gourmand, which was the hazelnut chocolate spread Nutella one. Uh, there's also a banana one, the, the Melba peach redberry one that I could have had as an option, a pear one, and a caramelized apple one as well too. So lots of different options for that. And I thought at $8.95, these ones were, uh, I, I think they were fair priced uh, for what I got from it. It, was, it, was, it wasn't overly heavy, but with a sweet, sweet dessert like that, you don't want it to be too crazy. Uh, and just wrapping up with things on the menu, there is a prefix menu for this, uh, which you get the choice of a soup of the day or a salad, uh, the choice of one galette savory crepe with a glass of hard cider soda or juice, and then a choice of one dessert crepe. Again, $33. I think that's actually a good deal if you know you're gonna eat that much. So maybe consider that. Uh, then you can also get the super salad as an entree or appetizer, or sorry, an appetizer or a side dish with your meal. That is always an option. And then the kids menu, 
Uh, it's $14 and you get the choice of one brie cheese, ratatouille or ham and cheese crepe. And then the choice of one sugar crepe, red berries or hazelnut chocolate spread. And again, that's $14. Like I mentioned, there's cider, wine, other beers, soda juice, and then coffees, of course. You have to have the coffees as well too. So a uh, nice full menu. And I, again, I enjoyed it. Didn't pay for it, but I really liked what I had. And I can't wait to, to try the, the other stand that they have for it, the quick service stand. But I'll probably be back to this one to uh, sit down and enjoy a meal there again. This is the type of review where sometimes I I wish that I didn't put the tag review on it and I would have just sat down and ate it because, you know, usually at the Diz, Diz Unplugged, we don't review anything that we didn't pay for. Uh, but at the same time, too, I also understand that, you know, I I don't care ultimately what what Disney thinks of the reviews. You know, if something's bad. If I paid for it, I'm going to say it. If I didn't pay for it, I'm still going to say it. Uh, but yeah, I so in terms of not reviewing something just because it was comped, you know, I'm I'm going to be honest with everyone out there. Uh, and this is one that I I was honest with everything that I said, but the more I sat and thought about it, it's just it's just really overpriced. And a lot of that really sunk in when I went back to preview Remy's Ratatouille adventure again during a DVC member preview was in, invited along by a really good friend and had a chance to eat at the quick service crepery. And with that, I found that it was even more absurd in pricing. I had the, uh, the brie cheese savory style crepe that they had there, as well as the, the berries, I think it was red berries, and both of them were delicious, just like the ones that I had inside the the sit-down table service restaurant. Very delicious. But these things were so, so thin and not packed with a lot of stuffings. It just, it was, it was really just tiny portions. I mean, a, a big crepe, but uh, not hearty at all. And I know that's kind of the deal with crepes, but uh, at the same time, too, if you've ever had them out of a food truck or even over at Universal, you know that they can be a decent meal. Uh, but these ones are not a meal. You need at least two different ones to to be full enough. And I'm not even just talking about the way I eat. I'm talking about like normal people. Uh, my wife and I, and my wife does not eat a lot. We had two crepes after having fish and chips. And even after that, we were still hungry. And that is unlike her. That's totally normal for me, but not for her. So uh, the, the creperie, when, when everyone has a chance to experience it, when it's fully open on October 1st, I'd say, you know what? If, if you don't have a favorite crepe spot that you already have, then maybe give it a shot. But definitely go into it with complete caution. But for now, we're going to give myself a break on these reviews, and we are going to bounce over to Disney's Hollywood Studios because Denny is giving us a fantastic review of a specialty item at Pizzarizzo that does feature the Muppets, and that's awesome. So let's go ahead, listen to the review. So the special treat that's arrived here to Pizza Rizzo is a chocolate eclair. 
There's actually four chocolate eclairs, all the same eclair, but featuring different renditions of the Muppets being featured in a Haunted Mansion stretching room portrait. Each eclair is $5.49. You can order them through the My Disney Experience app, which I've already placed my mobile order, and I'm just waiting for that, hey, your, your treats are ready, um, little, uh, little push notification, and we'll be good to go. And uh, when it's time, you and I will step in there together, okay? Let's go. Alrighty, so I am here. I have uh, found a, an open table. Plenty of open tables up here on the second um, floor of Pizza Rizzo. I have my eclairs. Now I ordered two eclairs. I talked to um, one of the managers of Pizza Rizzo ahead of time just to make sure that all four of the different renditions of the stretching room portrait were available um, throughout the week. So at any given time, they would have all four. Like it isn't, you know, Miss Piggy on Monday and Fozzie on Tuesday, that kind of thing. So I went ahead and ordered two of the eclairs through my Disney experience, through the mobile ordering feature. And when I went to pick them up, all but they, they only have one portrait um, available right now. So I have two of the same, which, okay, I, I don't see that that's a bad thing, right? Um, I would have loved to have seen two of the stretching room portraits, but we are gonna roll with it. We're gonna, we're gonna make it work. These are not huge problems to have in life. Um, just a, a quick aside, if you are looking for air conditioning, if you're looking for a, a space to be able to spread out, um, just something inside, because like it is, it is raining outside right now. Um, the second floor here at Pizza Rizzo has always been absolutely fantastic. It has plentiful both tables and booths. So if a booth is more your style, you have ample opportunity to sit at one. The best place to sit up here, however, when you're not filming, is the room that's over my shoulder here. That's the um, reception room. In that room, you will hear Cool uh, and the Gang and the Pointer Sisters and just all of the music that you loved from the 80s at every wedding reception that, that you attended. <laughs> it all lives in that room, so please do stop by. And if you're a huge Muppets fan, there, is, there are subtle hints and touches to the Muppets on the walls surrounding the space, so definitely take the time to come and check it out and eat an eclair while you're here, because why not? This, friends, is the chocolate eclair. Uh, this is what um, is now being served. Of course, we've got Crazy Harry going on. And just like the um, Haunted Mansion stretching room portrait, he is standing on, um, he's standing on his dynamite, plus Crazy Harry. He's got the boxers showing the whole nine yards. So there he is. <laughs> How cute is he? He's just the cutest thing. So you can also see the cross section here that it is filled with that dark chocolate mousse. It has um, purple buttercream icing. It has crispy pearls. And then of course the chocolate portrait on top. And I already have the purple icing on my fingers and I will have it all over me in no time, I am fairly assured. Um, it's time. It's time. Let's just eat it. Here we go. 
I'm gonna press it down a little bit and I'm gonna just pour Crazy Harry. As eclairs are wont to do, when you bite into them, they squish. So, here's our eclair. <laughs> it's nice and squishy. But um, believe you me, I mean, there's just this cocoa, this rich cocoa flavor that's coming through right now. The the buttercream isn't um, it isn't as buttery as I would want it to be. If you're going to do a buttercream, let's really go for it with the buttercream. That being said, I do love uh, the deep hue, the bright hue that it is. So if you're going to do purple, really do purple. And that's what they've done. Um, the stretching room portrait, it's just, it's printed on there in edible fashion. And you know, it's a chocolate piece, like any chocolate piece that Disney puts on anything. I mean, it's there. It's nothing to necessarily write home about there are crispy pearls. That's kind of nice because it gives it a little bit of a different texture. We recently saw the use of a shoe pastry, um, a chocolate shoe pastry like this, um, kind of an eclair shell in a different format on the new items that have come to Docking Bay 7. So I tried that dessert when I visited Docking Bay 7 with Craig and it was almost in a, it was constructed in a box shape and the eclair, the shoe pastry didn't really work there. The impl implementation of that dessert just, it wasn't firing on all cylinders. This is really nice. I really like this. Um, and I've still got that great cocoa, that rich, deep cocoa flavor going on here. So I'm gonna have another bite. I mean, what are we to do but just continue eating? So uh, let me continue eating and I'll share some more thoughts and we'll wrap up this whole shebang, all right? I had to just pop back in and just say to you, because I, I just took another bite, how delightful and how rich and creamy that, um, that dark chocolate mousse is. It's thicker than your standard mousse. It's more of a, it's just, it's a filling, obviously. It's an icing, but see how, they've just kind of piped it in there and it's so good. That is really, really good. So I have not finished this eclair and believe you me, I will finish this eclair. This is the, the second eclair because uh, I wanted a nice clean cross section to be able to show everybody. I will finish the eclair <laughs> in the middle of eating. But I just wanted to say, this is, if you're looking for something that's a nice chocolate treat, it is just, that filling is so good. I digress, I'm gonna continue eating. All right, so I am all done with my Muppets Haunted Mansion chocolate eclair. I have chocolate eclair number two wrapped up and ready to enjoy later on. So um, just to just to wrap up this delightful, and I am going to use that word delightful treat that I just enjoyed here at um, at Pizza Rizzo. I I have this lovely, warm, chocolatey taste in my mouth. It's just, it was a great, a great experience, a great implementation of a shoe pastry. The team here did a great job with that, um, just that deep dark chocolate filling, rich and creamy. Uh, the, the buttercream, I would have loved 
for it to have a bit more flavor. It had the color, it had the pop and the punch. It just didn't have, it didn't have a rich and creamy buttercream flavor necessarily. Um, but I enjoyed, I definitely enjoyed those crispy pearls adding in that extra texture. And of course the stretching room portraits featuring the Muppets were delightful. At least Crazy Harry one that I saw up close and personal. Um, we saw the Haunted Mansion, the traditional Haunted Mansion stretching room portraits used on top of um, chocolate uh, tarts at Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party three, I think it was three years ago. I think it was 2018. And um, you know me, I rolled into that party with my husband and said, I've got a list. <laughs> I've got to get, I've got to get one, two, however many of those um, Haunted Mansion stretching room portrait tarts because that's just so much fun and uh, so different. And it's, it's like you got to collect them all, right? So, um, <laughs> So it's kind of, it's it's that here with the Muppets Haunted Mansion treat. Now we can debate where exactly this treat actually should be. And I would love to know your opinion down in the comment section below because yes, it's cool that it's here, you know, on one side, I'm of two minds about this treat and really must we analyze a dessert, but I guess I must. I, I love that it's at Pizza Rizzo. Um, Rizzo is a favorite character of mine, and so the fact that he's got his own pizza joint, and now we've got actual Muppet-themed food appearing at said pizza joint is really neat. Of course, we've got Muppets Vision 3D, uh, Muppet Vision 3D that's right across the, the courtyard here. So the synergy of it, I can completely appreciate. But should it be in the Magic Kingdom? Should we have this treat somewhere near the Haunted Mansion? Somewhere in Liberty Square? Maybe they could be offering this at Columbia Harbor House or, or fill in the blank anywhere um, because the Muppets have also been over there, right? They're not currently there, but they've been there in the past with great moments in American history uh, featuring the Muppets. So I'm kind of of two minds. Ultimately, I'm just glad that it's here, that they've done it, and we get to enjoy it. And I am thankful that I can recommend it to others. Again, $5.49 here in Disney's Hollywood Studios at Pizza Rizzo. Mobile order it, super, super easy process. And if you order two, hopefully you'll get two separate ones. Hopefully on the day that you are here, something, uh, someone different, although Crazy Harry was super cute. Maybe they've got some different um, additions. This is the first day of it being available. So uh, so we can give them a pass on it. But one other quick thing, just the team here, the cast members here at Pizza Rizzo have been fantastic. I'm, I was sitting upstairs and one of the cast members walked around and said, do you have a boarding group for Rise of the Resistance? Um, he was just going around to individual parties because it was almost one o'clock, so it was almost time for that big rise one o'clock boarding group drop to happen. And he wanted to make sure that everyone in the restaurant had a heads up that it was coming up. He helped, I watched him help a guest. Um, she, she logged on to, to My Disney Experience and, and he kind of pointed her in the right direction to be able to help her um, choose her boarding group when it was time and she got one. So how cool is that, that there are, I mean, cast members always go out of their way 
but just to go above and beyond like that and make sure to spread a little magic, just a little, a little bit more pixie dust. It's just really so cool and and just noteworthy. So good on you, Pizza Rizzo. And thank you for the chocolate eclair. This is very good. Holy cannoli, I have been to Disney's Hollywood Studios like five times in the past week, and I keep forgetting to get this dessert. I really want it because, you know, it's it's the Muppets. I'm not a huge fan of chocolate eclairs, but just having any Muppets slash Haunted Mansion on there, I feel like it's a must try. And I will get to there one day. Hopefully, hopefully I will. But uh, we are actually going to jump across to the opposite coast now over to California. And we are getting a review courtesy of Rhino and Mary Jo. And they are back in Avengers Campus. And this time they are having the ever-expanding Cinnapim Toast from Pim Test Kitchen. So I believe this is another breakfast item. But I'm going to listen along with you and we'll find out all of the good details. Mary Jo and I are here, like she said, we're excited with trying, because I, I was just about to say, I'm not, like, I haven't had a ton of breakfast off options in theme parks. I usually, when I'm traveling, I usually, like, do granola bars or something in the room, something like that. Um, so I am thrilled. We're going to do lunch, uh, breakfast here. I'm sure we're going to do lunch in another video, but um, there is something you have to know about this place. Right now, it's not just mobile order. You can also do walk-up. However... If you want to have breakfast and you're doing a walk-up, you need to be in that line before 10:30 because there were Mary Jo. We had a little accident where she didn't she didn't do her order all the way, and I should have just put your stuff on my order, and so um, she missed being able to order through the app. And then when we were walking up, she politely let two people get in line yeah. in front of her, and then they didn't let Mary Jo in. They said the two girls in front of her were the last one, so that was a For little breakfast. unfortunate. For breakfast, yes. Yeah. For breakfast, so that's important to know. So just, you know, make sure you plan ahead accordingly. And when you want to order that lunch, make sure you're planning ahead too because it's the window right now we just checked is already two hours away. But you're not here for that. You're here to see what we're going to get for breakfast. So Mary Jo and I are going to share something. We put in our mobile order. Okay, so I thought it was pretty cool inside. I love how they, um, I like the design, the aesthetic of it. And I love how there was like uh, pretzels that were going through. They were blowing up and shrinking and that sort of stuff. So that, that was a lot of fun. Um... But ultimately, we're here to talk about food, right? So I got the ever-expanding Cinnapim Toast, which is a baked pim particle bread and egg custard with cinnamon sugar topping, a fried egg, smoked bacon, and maple syrup. Um, it's a nice long piece of toast. I love the blue coloring in it and stuff. Uh, I had heard, I've heard good things about this. Otherwise, I would have tried the plant-based option, but... Um, Mary Jo is filming roommate right now, and I'm here with some other friends. So I'm gonna I'm gonna actually be nice today and let her eat, and I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> cut this in half. Mary Jo, do you like uh, some maple syrup on yours? Yeah, that would be okay, nice. I'm Thank you. Pour it right across that before I do anything. All right. The crazy part is there's like this teeny tiny like whale egg on top of this. Oh, uh, oh no, was I supposed to pull the paper out front of this beforehand? Maybe I don't know. This is the world. When they say egg, I'm also like, you're playing fast and loose with the word egg. But I'm going to cut this in half so Mary Jo and I can each have a little, a little piece of egg. It's like when tonsils worth, right? <laughs> oh. 
sorry. Okay, anyway, I'm just gonna gonna go right in here. So I haven't had French toast in forever. It's a good piece of French toast. Like it's um, it's I don't know how to describe it. Squishy and uh, with the maple syrup. God, I just forget how much I love French toast. Like, can you taste the egg in it? I took, I took a bite too big. <laughs> yeah, the the custard, it, I think it gives it like this really interesting, it makes it like the texture and the density of it really interesting. And it's like, mm, this is really good. Mary Jo, let me, let me take that, well, let me try a little piece. I was gonna say, try it. Well, why don't you try some of the French toast with the bacon? What the, you're a crazy person. <laughs> Just. All right. Go for it. French toast with the bacon. Here we go. I also didn't cut this in half. He's doing a healthy bite. Healthy bite again. I'm, I'm enjoying this. You, you gotta try it. All right. I'm not gonna get as healthy a bite that you did. You're going for the smaller. I'm yeah. going for the smaller. I'm an irresponsible eater. Well, I just figured you're a man-eater, so... <laughs> well, that is true. They used to call me that. <laughs> so I got a little bit of that, and I'm actually... Oh, you went with the egg, egg, too. Yeah. Yes. So Sweet, I've got all three. Egg. Okay. Here we go. Oh, my God. It's good, right? I don't know that I've ever had quick-service French toast before. This is really well done. Yeah. I don't know what the blue is in there. But I agree with you with, with how like the spongy French toast is. Yeah. So I'm trying it without the bacon and the... Spongy. That's a good word. Spongy. Mm-hmm. That's delicious. That's <clears throat> really good. Now what I'm going to do, because it added a little bit of orange... Oh my... You're getting crazy over here. I am. I'm just going to dip a little bit. They had to put it there for a reason, and this is a test kitchen. Oh, valid point. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. Oh, you like it with the orange? It's not super. It's not a super cinnamony. No. Which it's it has cinnamon in the title, so that's why I'm like, oh, but it has a touch of cinnamon flavor. But not the powder that you get sometimes when you when you when you get these right here. So I really like it. Okay, so let's finish it and then we'll we'll talk about it more in a second. Okay, we are done with our breakfast. Um, we're gonna give you our final thoughts. We have to be a little quick though, because apparently Black Widow's gotta come through and do her perimeter check. So I don't know what's gonna happen with there. Oh, is that Pete Werner from the dance? Pete, you're here. I am. I walk alone. Uh, uh, so, Mary Jo, overall thoughts, what did you think of the, I completely forgot the name because it's so complicated, but what did you think of that French toast? The French, oh, it was delicious. It yeah. was so good. And, and it's and it's big. It's a nice-sized rectangle. It comes with, it comes with bacon and, I think, quail eggs. Yeah, the, the little tangerine. Yeah. And exactly. then a little tangerine and um, maple syrup. I yeah. thought it was delicious. It was 12.49. <clears throat> My voice, I'm going through some changes. It was 12.49. Splitting it in half, I felt with my half like I was, I was like that was enough. I yeah. was good. Like I'm, 
I, and it was it was really really well made. That that custard really added just such a really nice texture to the well, French toast. So you guys said it was spongy, right? It spongy wasn't, it was the really perfect word. Yeah, custard. yeah, it was just really delicious. yeah. And so uh, highly recommend that. I'm trying to order your lunch here. Okay, we got to order our lunch now. So that's it. Recommended for breakfast. There you go. They recommend it for breakfast and a lot of good advice in that review. And we're now going to stay out in Disney California Adventure and the Disneyland Resort because we have a dining review from Denny. She's going churro crazy and uh, two specialty churros that sound very intriguing. They sound like way too much. And I already I was the one who edited this review, so I already know all the details of it. But I hope you are going to enjoy it. So I am here in Hollywood Land at Disney California Adventure. And as I mentioned before, I'm going to be trying a few sweet treats. But to be very, very, we always want to be up front. I am here being hosted by Disney for an event. I'm covering that event on behalf of the Diz. That being said, while Disney paid for the resort room, they have not paid for the snacks today. So I will be trying a few things and I can review them completely for you. Now I've mentioned it before on some of the shows that I am extremely envious of the fact that Disneyland and Disney California Adventure guests get to try these amazing, amazing churros. You see, these the two California parks come up with some pretty amazing churro combinations. Yes, they have your regular cinnamon sugar churros, but they also have churros like the two that I'm going to try today. The Fluffernutter Churro will be my very first churro from Willie's Churros here at the corner of Hollywood Land and Buena Vista Street. And then I'm gonna go over to the Grizzly Peak section of the park and try S'mores Churros, or S'mores Churros as you might call them. <laughs> but uh, I thought maybe you and I could virtually go on this churro tasting field trip together. All right, off we go. On the Fluffernutter churros, we have peanut butter sauce, marshmallow sauce, and chocolate chips. And it's the regular cinnamon sugar churro as the base. So let's give a whirl. Here, I'm gonna have that one because it's got more down at the base. Oh my gosh. It's one gigantic churro. Alright. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. Here we go. Okay, that's delicious. It is sweet. The churro is perfect itself. Crunchy, toasty, tons of cinnamon and sugar going on in there. The peanut butter is what you taste the most. Um, it's very peanut butter forward as I'm dropping toppings. It's very peanut butter forward and I am not mad about that one iota. Uh, the, the marshmallow sauce, I love that that's on there. I mean, how much fun is that? And the chocolate chips, of course, I need to have another bite. Oh yeah. Okay, so if you're coming to Disney California Adventure and you love sweets, Please add the Fluffernutter churros to your snack list. It's delicious. $6.49. It's found at Willie's Churros here in uh, Buena Vista Street, just at the corner, headed down toward Hollywood Land. 
I would highly recommend a visit by Willie's Churros. I don't think Willie will steer you wrong at all. $6.49. A lot of churro here. I, I better keep eating. And I got a mess to clean up too. On to our next churro. I am here with the S'mores Churro. You'll find the S'mores Churro at the Churro Cart here in Grizzly Peak, just across from Grizzly River Run. So the S'mores Churro is this beautiful baby. It's got marshmallow drizzle. It's got uh, chocolate sauce. It's got chocolate chips and it's got graham cracker crumbs. It has a little bit of everything. And I have an edit. The price of the specialty churros is not $6.49, it's $6.25. So even better, right? Even better deal. So let's let's give this a whirl. First of all, you start out with an amazing, perfect churro. Again, just like the Willie's Fluffernutter churro um, in Buena Vista Street, just perfectly toasted, covered, literally covered in cinnamon and sugar. You couldn't be more covered in it. And then marshmallow sauce drizzle, amazing. And then you add to it the chocolate, the chocolate chips, and the graham cracker crumbs, which are still toasty. They're not at all stale. They haven't soaked up any moisture. It's just so good. If you at all like s'mores, and I do call them s'mores, I've done that since high school, they're just more fun that way. So, but if you enjoy s'mores, you're gonna enjoy this one. 625, Churro Cart here in Grizzly Peak, and so, so good. I, for one, am someone much like Leslie Nope from Parks and Rec that keeps s'mores supplies on hand at all times, just in case you never know when you might need a s'more. I mean, you just never know. An emergency s'more. Now, she kept hers in the trunk of her car. I keep lying in my pantry. You can't keep s'more supplies in your trunk in Florida. I mean, that chocolate wouldn't stand a chance. Anyhow, I'm gonna continue eating. These are just fantastic. If you're coming out to Disney California Adventure, Disneyland Park, some of these specialty churros are back and they are so good. I don't like snacks like Denny does, so these sound like a little bit too much for me, but I'm glad to hear a nice positive review from Denny. She's known for not being positive. Kidding. I'm very much kidding. Anyways, we're going to move back on this coast now, and we're going to head back to Disney's Hollywood Studios, and Rhino has another plant-based review for us, and this one comes from Woody's Lunchbox, which you might remember I had a lot of really awesome things to say about Woody's Lunchbox a long, long time ago, and now we're going to hear Rhino's take on the plant-based option there. So let's go ahead, give it a listen. I don't really have expectations. I don't know which way it's going to go. I hope it's good. Um, but yeah, I'm going to, I placed my mobile order because um, one thing of note here is with Woody's Lunchbox is it's very popular. Um, and so like, it was like two hours ago I had to place the mobile order. So I am just getting here now for my window. So I got to check in, say I'm here so they can prepare the food. That was quite 
Oh, wait. I would say once I said I was here, I waited for another 15 to 20 minutes um, for the sandwich. I know that um, vegan grilled cheese takes a little bit longer to cook is what I understand, but I'm just going to read you the description, the full description here. It is a plant-based toasted cheddar sandwich, melted cheddar on toasted sourdough bread. It did come with a little side of tots as well. So I'm going to try the tots. The tots here are always so good, so crispy. I'm a fan. Standard issue, but I think what's really important with tots is consistency and crispiness. They've got both of those things working for them. Now the grilled cheese. It is cheesy. It is melted. You can see, I'm gonna pull it apart a little bit here. I do love sourdough. Still nice and hot, that cheese is really melted in here. Um, liquidy, definitely tastes very much like cheddar. It's got that cheddar taste to it. But it feels a little plain and kind of boring, to be honest with you. Like, it's the, the bread is good, it's nicely toasted. Um, it's very fluffy bread, um, and, and like, it's good vegan cheddar, but it is just kind of, yeah, there's nothing like really exciting about it. I mean, if you are in the mood for just a really straight up plain grilled cheese sandwich, I think it's solid in that aspect. This is $8.99, um, so it's not like overly expensive, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know yet. Let me let me take a couple more bites and get back to you on it. I think it's important to say that if somebody had handed me this, I don't know that I would know this was a a plant-based grilled cheese. I would just assume that this was like just regular cheese. I don't know. Well, I think that's good. This reminds me of the cheese when you had macaroni and cheese when you were a kid. Lord, I don't know why I keep saying when you're a kid. Adults eat too. But it's the kind where you cut the silver thing open and squeeze the cheese out. That's what this reminds me of. Um, which is fine. That's good. I like that mac and cheese. That's Velveeta. Um, but I do, I do think it's, like, missing, like, a, like a sauce or something. I could have done the thing where I put the ketchup and dip my ketchup in, my sandwich in it. I do, I do, I have done that from time to time. I am guilty of being that person who dips a grilled cheese in ketchup, but, and maybe I'm just thinking ketchup because the tots are here, too, but I think, like, yeah, something, something... It just needs like one more ingredient to kick it up, I feel like, a little bit. Could make it like, put it next level. The consensus is, the grilled cheese is good. Definitely worth ordering, I think. Uh, if you're in the mood for a grilled cheese, I think you're gonna get that real good grilled cheese going. It's, it's decent. Needs a dipping sauce, though, we've decided. A soup? I don't like soups, but... Now listen, that's not all. Couldn't help, couldn't resist getting a dessert today. Uh, if you have not had these um, lunchbox tarts over here, which are like gourmet Pop-Tarts, I feel like. is I feel like that's even doing it a disservice calling them that, but they are so good. I There was like a lemon blueberry one here that was like to die for. This one is the raspberry lunchbox tart, which is coated in strawberry fondant with crispy pearls. Um, it is $4.29. I'm just gonna I'm gonna crack a crack a little bit off here. It's nice. Oh, 
Okay, when I say a little bit, I meant like half, but you can see a little cross section here. It's nice and flaky. Ooh, soft. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, it's delicious. I think the lemon blueberry one is still my favorite, but there is a good amount of the raspberry in here, and like, it's like a... The crispy little balls on the top really add a, like, a texture that I didn't know I wanted till I had this. That like a crunch to it, which is really good, but this like pastry is cooked so well. It is in no way dry. Hmm. This is, it is, I'm not gonna lie. I was a little hesitant about ordering this, but this is hitting the spot real well right now. Mm. Mm. I am done eating and I feel pretty good. I, I feel pretty good about my choices. The grilled cheese, I would order again, but uh, again, I feel like I would not be lazy and get up and get some ketchup to dip it in. Ranch dressing, maybe? I don't know. Let's get crazy. Do they have red pepper flakes over here? We'll kick up some spice in it. I don't know. Um, sriracha? Ooh, that sounds like it would be good, but uh, you work with what you have. So, uh, but no, for, for a plant-based grilled cheese, I that's only my second in my life. That was pretty good. I do still think it is second to that one I had at Universal, but I think it's worth worth giving a shot. And again, I don't think I would have known it was it was plant-based unless like somebody had told me. So, we also didn't talk about my shirt. Do you see it's like It's like Toy Story. So, I was trying to all be in theme today, but um, that that dessert too. I do love the uh, the the lunch they're not called pop tarts and I always call them pop tarts here, but those tarts are really I like that they rotate the flavors of it too. That that makes it like fun like, "Ooh, which one is it?" But I think those are worth trying too. Hopefully they bring that lemon blueberry one back because I want it. Um, but the raspberry one was good. And it was nice and flaky and buttery and uh, flavorful. So, all in all, Pretty good dining experience over here at uh, at Woody's Lunchbox. Mm, Woody's Lunchbox. I can't wait for the day that I have to go back and re-review that restaurant because I love it so much. But we are moving on to our final review of the day. This one comes courtesy of myself as well as my college roommate, Josh. He was in a review way, 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 way back when, uh, before the Disney Dining Channel. It was all the way back when we uh, just posted all our dining reviews on our Dis Unplugged YouTube, and we ate at the Plaza Inn for breakfast, and he is in town, so we decided to enjoy a meal together at Cosmic Ray Starlight Cafe. Not because we like it, but because it was requested that I go and try the spicy chicken sandwich that they have at the establishment. So we did. And we have thoughts. Now, why am I at Magic Kingdom today for this Disney dining review? It's because I'm eating at Cosmic Ray's Starlight Cafe. It's been about a year since I've eaten here. And the last time I was here, I believe I had the spicy cheeseburger that was a specialty menu item over the Halloween season and it was good. So I'm happy to be back here to try a different item that you requested and this is a spicy chicken sandwich and it has been on the menu now for a long time. This isn't anything that's new. It's just I'm finally able to get over here 
to have it. And yeah, I'm very excited. It will probably get removed from the menu as soon as I release this, but that's okay, it's fine. And just in case you don't trust my review of this, I also do have a friend along with me today. His name is Josh. He uh, was my college roommate and he was featured in our Plaza Inn dining review from a long time ago. So gonna get two opinions for the price of one on this one. So gonna place my mobile order, head inside, we'll get going. Did our mobile order for Cosmic Ray Starlight Cafe for the spicy chicken sandwich, and we now have our food sitting in front of us. Josh, what is it? Hi everyone, I'm Josh. Oh, uh, yeah. I forgot to say that in the beginning. Yeah. All right, so the spicy chicken sandwich is topped with bacon, sriracha aioli, pickle slaw, and pepper jack on a brioche bun served with french fries. Although, I got the french fries, my friend Craig went healthy and got the cutie the cuties mandarin. mandarin. I, and as I've said before on these, I always get the cuties mandarin because I want to try to be a little bit more healthy. If they give me french fries on top of it too, then you know what, I'm not going to complain. Not today. Uh, but today, no, they only gave me the cuties mandarin, so I'm stuck with that. This thing is $11.99 and yeah, it's a, it looks hefty it, and substantial. Sandwich, it's yeah. a big sandwich. Um, I'm excited for it though. Yeah, we so. didn't put anything else on it. No. We put it as is. But if we have to add on, we will. So yeah. I'm not gonna cheers a sandwich because we're still in COVID times and that's gross. But okay, first bite time. Okay. It took me two bites to make sure that I had everything out of my first bite of the sandwich. But Josh, what do you think? I did technically three, I call it two and a half bites. Um, it's different. Uh, the slaw is not as harsh as I thought it would be. No. The spicy chicken is actually not bad. Yeah. Um, but it, the slaw, did we say it was pickled? Like it almost has a pickly taste without, and I don't love pickles, and I kind of yeah. like the way it pairs. Yeah, I, you know, it's the slaw does add a nice little bit of uh, crispness to it, and it makes it slightly refreshing if you want that out of a spicy chicken sandwich. I'm just gonna say it. It's not spicy enough for me. It's not even really, it's just like lightly spicy. It's like, if you, yeah, yeah, if you order a, like a Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich and it didn't come with anything on top, you just got the patty, like that's like the same level of spiciness I'm getting. It's just, it, I, I want it, I want it at the next level. And the bacon, you know, that's that saltiness to it, that extra fat. It's, I, I like it with the bacon on, it's probably not necessary. Um, the pepper jack's just getting lost in all of it. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. And stuff is falling from my sandwich. Uh, I, I'm going to need to eat a lot more of this one to really figure out how I feel about it. Right now, I like it, but I'm not blown away by it. Yeah, I would agree. I think it's I think it's decent. It's a nice alternative, that's for yeah. sure. Yeah. Something new. Exactly. It's not a Disney burger and french fries. I mean, it is a french fries if you order but it's not just a Disney burger or a foot-long hot dog. It's all, we're gonna keep eating. We're gonna keep eating and share our thoughts when we're finished. We are all wrapped up with our meal from Cosmic Ray's Starlight Cafe. Just to remind you one more time, we had the spicy chicken sandwiches, $11.99. Josh, what'd you think? 
Um, it was it was okay, a fine sandwich, nice alternative, something different. Um, I definitely agree that it was not spicy enough. The slaw was um, kind of. It said pickled. It was kind of pickled. Yeah, sriracha aioli pickle slaw. Yeah, was, I, I don't love pickles, but I would be into the sriracha part, and I didn't think it was. It didn't add any heat to it, which is what I would have liked. Yeah, I, I'm confused about the slaw a lot because like maybe it's like a pickled slaw, but it wasn't really vinegary. It was literally like they just kind of took different vegetables and made a slaw or it was bag slaw. And so it had that crisp and that crunch to it, but it didn't really have any flavor. I Sriracha aioli, I, I don't know where it was. It wasn't, I don't think it was on mine. Uh, pepper Jack, like I said before, it was, uh, no, that was, it was, it, American cheese would have had more flavor than the Pepper Jack. This thing, this thing should have been spicy, but the only place I got spice, I think, was from the patty, from the, the seasonings chicken on patty, the chicken yeah. patty. And that was good, but yeah. uh, at the end of the day, too, you can also get a spicy chicken sandwich from, like, 10 different chicken fast food restaurants that's a lot better than this. Like, a good Popeye's spicy chicken sandwich. I mean, that thing's thick chicken and a lot more tasty. And hotter. And hotter. Yeah. A lot hotter. But, yeah, it was It was, it fine. was fine. It was a nice alternative. Um, it was... Uh, didn't wow us, for sure. Yeah, I and, you know, I expected so much after that that spicy cheeseburger that I had last year that did deliver on all the goods. Like, well, clearly this is going to do the same thing, too. But it just didn't. It just didn't at all. But... You know what? In terms of, like, Cosmic Ray Starlight Cafe, it was one of the better things that I've had at this restaurant, but I, I don't know if I'd rush back to this one. No, they get a lot of credit because it's something different. They're not sticking to what they usually do. So, um, yeah, I wouldn't get it again. Um, but I, I'm like you. I don't eat here that often. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was a nice little change of pace. Yeah, it was. It, it worked for today, but I will not be back for it again tomorrow. And that's it for our supersized Disney dining show. Uh, to recap, we had eight reviews. We had uh, news, and it was a lot. And in regard to that last review, uh, I just did it yesterday. So my thoughts and feelings haven't changed on it. But I want to give a shout out to uh, one of my best friends, Josh, for being a part of that review with me. And hopefully I'm able to have him in more reviews as he continues to travel down to Walt Disney World. But that's going to do it for this week's show. I truly hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please make sure that you are subscribed to the Disney Dining Show wherever you listen to podcasts. And if it's through Apple Podcasts, please leave me a five-star rating and review. And I haven't checked the reviews in a while. I'm sure there are some about, uh, about how big of a gap there was in between these episodes. And again, I apologize for that. It was a lot of bad things happening all at the same time, which seems to be the story of my life. So I, I do apologize for that, but I, I didn't check the review, so I don't have any shout outs to give this week, but I will be back with that next week. This was already such a jam packed episode, 90 minutes of entertainment, basically. That's a lot. But if you want to also support us further, again, you can always book a vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. Get that free no obligation quote today at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. 
Again, though, that's it for me this week. I truly hope you enjoyed it. I appreciate everyone out there who took the time to listen to this. Thank you very much. And we'll be back with you again next week with another episode of the Disney Dining Show. Take care. Bye-bye. Stay hungry.